superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. It's a big day for us here at the Rich Eisen Show. Turn those machines back up! Guess who's back? Oh, my gosh. It's Rich Eisen. You know what I am? Knowledgeable. Chris Brockman. Rich, everything that I do during the show is work-related. That's so false. And Mike Del Tufo. Tufo. Hit the drop. I don't have everything ready. Today's guests, host of Peacock's Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio. Baylor head coach, Scott Drew. Raiders radio voice, Brent Musburger. Plus, NFL Network analyst, Daniel Jeremiah. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Happy March, everybody. I am your humble host right back here in the chair, and I want to say good morning to you. Uh, Chris Brockman across hey, the way, or good afternoon, wherever you are watching or listening yeah. this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Hello to Mike Del Tufo back Hello, in his chair uh, after uh, tapping out on Friday. Good to see you, TJ Jefferson, uh, Rich Eisen Show social media grandmaster here on the program. Good to see you. Hello, Rich. I want to thank uh, the uh, the one and only Susie Schuster for sitting in for me on Thursday and Friday. Thank you to my uh my lovely and uh, extremely talented, much better half, uh, my wife, for sitting in. My wife. Great. Co- my, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess uh, hey, with Borat having won a Golden Globe last night, my wife. Uh, my wife. I want to thank my wife. <laughs> and that's where the similarities end. Um, so, uh, she likes out the basement, right? By the way, great, great stuff with Stephen A. Smith and Michael Irvin and and Shaq, and Damon Lindelof, and Laura Linney, and all that great stuff. So uh, all over the map with uh, sports and entertainment. Want to thank her for, for sitting in and doing a, an outstanding job. And um, we've got we've got four guests today. Um, there's a lot of football on my mind, even though we have hit the month of March Madness. We got that covered with Scott Drew, thanks to Baylor's head coach, uh, for not holding it against us, saying, yeah, I'll do the Rich Eisen show, and then we'll lose our first game of the year. Yeah, right. So uh, we appreciate he won't hold that against us, or at least uh, maybe he will when he calls into the top of our second hour of the program. Uh, Mike Florio is going to be first up on a, a bunch of stuff I'm going to hit while I was out of chair on Thursday and Friday. And uh, Daniel Jeremiah, my NFL network, uh, my my buddy with whom I would pr- I would be sitting uh, in the, uh, in the uh, stadium, the home of the Indianapolis Colts, Lucas Oil, um, going over the combine right now if there was a regular year. But I would literally be sitting in Indianapolis right now. And uh, to be honest, uh, Susie probably would have been sitting in this chair this day and tomorrow to uh, to uh, allow me to uh, be in my, if you will, first position at the NFL Network. But we all know there's no combine. And um, I'll, I'll let you know why Daniel's on the show in a second as well. Um, but I do want to hit um, also, the fact that Brent Musburger is going to be on the program. And one of the reasons why we call Brent today um, is because Irv Cross passed away, um, who was sitting on the set of uh, the NFL Today on CBS, where you were looking live. And uh, Irv Cross and Brent 
Jimmy the Greek. We're looking at Jane Kennedy on the screen with Jack Whitaker as well. We know Phyllis George was on that program uh, before Jane Kennedy. And uh, Irv passed away yesterday at the age of 81. Uh, played uh, played in the NFL for the Philadelphia Eagles and then um, hit the air with Brent and helped create, in many ways, every single football program you see on the air today. Um, so I just figured, yeah, let's call up Brent and uh, recall the life and times of somebody who I grew up watching, having no idea that one day I would be hosting a show uh, on Sunday mornings uh, on something called NFL Network. So I do want to pay respects to uh, a, an iconic television sports program with one of the uh, with one of the people who brought it home to you and Irv Cross passing away. Brent Musburger will join us at the top of our third hour, so don't miss that. So while I was out of the chair, I know one of the things you and uh, and Sue's had some fun with is what would I have been upset with the most? Being out of the chair. <laughs> right, right. When X, Y, and Z would happen, and X, Y, and Z was huge story-breaking, right? But um, on Thursday's program, and it is still as relevant today as it was on Thursday when The Athletic put a, a piece out on on what's going on in Seattle to the best of everyone's ability to figure it out, um, why uh, Russell Wilson might have some wanderlust mm. and what is going on there with he and the organization. Something. <laughs> and, um, and the something is... What it appears that he and Pete Carroll, as the football phrase would be, would say, not on the same page, not on the same page as to as to how this offense should operate and whose fault is it. And the piece began with Russell Wilson walking into or going into a an offensive meeting. Remember they remember the Buffalo Bills put the bang thing on Seattle, and then Seattle lost two in a row, and they turned it over seven times in those two losses, and. And Pete Carroll essentially was uh, no longer thinking about Russ cooking. It was, you know, not even Russ able to make up the menu. Forget about cooking. Russ wanted to just say, this is what the menu of plays should be. This is my idea of how to fix everything. And apparently he was told to that uh, thanks but no thanks. And according to the PC, stormed out of the meeting. The word stormed was used. I can't picture Russell Wilson storming. What does that look like? I don't know the answer to that. That's an interesting point of view because the Russ we see is always go Hawks yeah. and team first and everything's hunky-dory. And you're you're saying that he – this piece also saying he was sullen at the Super Bowl and Roger Goodell's suite in his box watching the Super Bowl. And um, this is not a humble brag at all because it involves Chris Brockman. Uh, <laughs> Tough to be sullen in that box during the Super Bowl, isn't it? You've been there not once, but twice, Christopher. I've been in there not once, but with Russell Wilson. Yeah. He's he been was there in there with us in Minneapolis. Tough to be in that place at the Super Bowl and say, damn, I'd rather be somewhere else. Yeah. But if you're a professional quarterback and you think that you have the ability to be great and greatness is there in front of you and you need to win multiple Super Bowls and go to multiple Super Bowls in order to be great, you're looking down in that field saying, this stinks. And the knives are out for Russell, man. The knives are out for Russell. 
because the one thing that leaped out at me, and Florio's going to join us again in 13 minutes' time, and I know he he pointed out, like, <laughs> that lead paragraphs, those lead paragraphs in that story about Russell storming out of the meeting, where do you get that from? Who tells you that? The call's coming from inside the house. Yep. You're thinking, because Russ isn't going to, unless somebody from Russell's point of view is saying, this is what happened, and Russ just said, well, he's pissed, he stormed out of the meeting. But the thing that got me was this, in this piece. Quote, he's finally catching heat, one person told The Athletic. That's the main reason for all of this. People are talking and holding him accountable because he's one of the highest paid quarterbacks. He says he wants to be the greatest. So now people are holding him to that standard. It's a PR game, that person added. He's trying to protect himself. Now, usually we have our fun here uh, on the program trying to figure out who the source is and what have you. And, you know, it's always that family of sources, which is per source. Yep. Which is, I think, the um, Scandinavian cousin of the source (laughs) family, per source. Source close to the situation, source knowledgeable of the situation. Unnamed, unnamed is 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 Big the one. source that usually holds Big the source one. family dinner, right? <laughs> Whose house are you going to? Source? Whose source? Unnamed? Ah, I've been to that source house before. So on and so forth. We don't even have these. I've never seen. I'm, honestly, I have rarely seen this. I I don't think I've ever seen this. One person told The Athletic. That's how all three of the writers of this piece decided to get together. How are we going to cover this person's tracks? I'll just call him a person. (laughs) Not even a teammate. One person. Just walk. Could it? Just some guy walking by. Was it dude? Was it some dude? Some dude who just picked up his grande latte and just missed somebody tossing a fish at the market by his head was just pissed about the Seahawks the way the season ended? Was it like the intern from draft day? Who who is the one person? Whoever that one person is, you know who that one person does not like? Russell Russell Wilson. Wilson. (laughs) Russell Wilson. Oh, man. Doesn't like that. And you got to figure one person told the athletic these people who are putting together a very well sourced story otherwise is i mean they can't even say it's a person within the team somebody was say, don't even cover don't even tell me I, I, former coach you can't even tell a single thing other than the fact that if you put a mirror in front of me i'd be able to fog it up that's the only way you can identify me in this piece <laughs> we'll call you a person okay i'm a person i like to be called a person they won't even tell you the gender. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm thinking somebody's got it out for Russell Wilson. I think I know, Rich. I know who. <laughs> Who's got who? it out? Who? Well, just like I broke down J.J. Watt. Oh. Let's think about this. You said someone doesn't like Russell Wilson, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes Russell Wilson. Who doesn't like Russell Wilson? What would cause a man to dislike another man? Probably something to do with a girl. Oh, so right? Uh, no, 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 so no, 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 no. I am shutting that lane I'm down. I'm trying to tell you. It's future. That's all I'm saying. It's, oh, it's future. <laughs> Future's the story. Future was, future was with future. Sierra before, and now oh. she's with Russ Wilson. He doesn't Future's, like Russ. Hey, Future's the source. I don't, I, the whole thing I don't get. And you know what? I don't believe it's Pete Carroll. I don't believe. I, I don't know. 
I, I know a lot of people thinking he and Pete aren't getting along. If you're Pete Carroll, all right, and this is why I think Russell's going nowhere, nowhere, unless somebody just goes absolutely off the reservation crazy like the Jets saying, we have an opportunity at Russell Wilson. We'll send everybody. Do you like Sam Darnold up there? You know, go. Or I don't know how the Cowboys would pull something like this. You've got to have a ton of cap. A ton. I, I know. Didn't Peter King told Susie the other day that the Bears make no sense? Right. The Bears don't have the capital to pull this thing off. They don't have the draft capital. They don't right. have another quarterback to flip in the direction of Seattle. That's why exactly. the Jets are so exactly. well positioned to get Deshaun or Russell. Is they've got a quarterback. They've got the draft capital. They've got a quarterback who's under contract for two more seasons who's also 25. I mean... Because you got to have two things. You got to have all the draft capital, all the draft and capital. you have to have cap space to make the move. You've got to have to it all. Take on his You've deal. You've got to have it all. And if you got a quarterback, you can also flip. And you got to have multiple players. Because the two words that that I don't think the Seattle Seahawks fans who might want to think Russell deserves to be out, the two words to just stop you in your tracks. And this is with all due respect. Uh oh. <laughs> Geno Smith. (laughs) Okay. All right. Right. And this is a division where the Rams just got Stafford. This is a a, a division where Kyler Murray's coming back. Okay. With DeAndre Hopkins. And this is a division where the San Francisco 49ers Mm. are going to have Jimmy Garoppolo. I I mean, it's just every single day, every day, Jimmy's getting upset because. We'll leave that for Florio. We'll okay, talk about yeah, the whole yeah, fact yeah. that the Niners and Garoppolo are, are breaking up and getting back together like it's crazy. Jimmy might be new in town. Jimmy might be new in town. Like it's Elaine and Putty. Just, uh, we're on, we're off, we're on, we're off. If you're Pete Carroll, you will be the youngest. He's like the Dick Clark of coaching. He, he's you'll the oldest. Be, you'll be 70 years old. Yeah, he's the oldest. He's the, coach he's the youngest, oldest coach in the NFL. He's the Dick Clark of, of, of NFL coaches. Acts, runs around like he's 18, but he's yeah. literally pushing 70. He will be 70. He's, I did not know this. Shares a birthday with my mom. September 15th. So by week two, he's going to be a 70-year-old quarterback. I mean, 70-year-old head coach. You want to start new with somebody in Seattle? Do you really want to say whatever can't be, whatever here can't be fixed? I know that Russ might want to go somewhere else. No way is Pete Carroll going to start fresh. He's going to be a 70-year-old head coach, and he's going to want to start fresh. No, you got Russ under contract. DK Metcalf. Exactly. Tyler Lockett. Already on the same page with him. Yeah, of course. Makes no sense. Fix the offensive line. And let him cook. And let him cook. Come on. What are we doing? I don't think at all. This is going to wind up with Russ somewhere else. I don't. My I don't let's either. put it this way: my spidey sense, my NFL spidey sense, tells me this isn't going to happen. My NFL spidey sense says Deshaun Watson is absolutely done playing for the Houston Texans. Hundred percent. Because again, Peter King on Friday's show told Susie that somebody from Deshaun's camp said, "Take it to the bank if he says he's not playing. It's not money at all." Something's happened with him and management there. And whatever's happened with Russ and management there, I think Pete Carroll thinks he can absolutely fix. And it's Pete Carroll. I mean, I don't think my spidey sense says Russ stays and my spidey sense says Deshaun is going to not play another snap there. Now, does that mean he goes? Is Houston strapping in for the long haul here to basically say, let's start 
docking him pay, having him hold out, will hold on for dear life after he no doubt sits down with somebody. It's coming. A one-on-one chat with Deshaun Watson, which is the absolute yeah. plum interview of the non-playing season coming he gets up. It. He's going to choose somebody. Deshaun, my hand's up here. We're raising our hand here. But he's going to sit down one-on-one with somebody, and he's going to pop something out there, and Houston's going to have to hold on for dear life. And if they think they're going to put their hands there, Cully, Casario, Easterby, McNair hands on 10-2 and two on the wheel with a foot on the brake and get through this thing, I think they're out of their minds, and I've said that before. And one last thing before we'll throw it a break with Florio. That piece in The Athletic saying that Russell Wilson was watching the Super Bowl with Roger Goodell and his beautiful wife, Ciara, and he's fresh off of winning the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, which is the number one. If you can't win the Super Bowl and you can't win the MVP, you want to win that award. And you could say it's even more valuable than most valuable player because the most valuable player in the NFL is not running around with a patch on his jersey signifying I was an MVP. Russell Wilson's not going to have that beautiful Walter Payton Man of the Year Award patch right on his jersey. And that is something to behold in the NFL. He's got all of that, and he's sitting there watching the Super Bowl like, oh, boy, I wish something else was different. Mm -hmm. What did I tell you last week? I'm telling you again. What did I tell you last week is affecting every quarterback situation, uh, Chris Brockman? Tom Brady. The Tom Brady effect. TBE. It's messing with everybody. A 43-year-old, after 20 years doing it one way, says, I'm going to do it another way, and wins it all. And the organization that collects him in, first year on the job, goes all in for him. Won it. And they win it all. Every quarterback's out there thinking, why not me? And every organization's out there thinking, who else can it be other than the guy that we're running it with? I plead the fifth. Damn straight. (laughs) It's awesome. All the TV effect, it's messing with everybody's mind. Like Marcellus telling yeah. Bruce Willis, <laughs> pride, that's baby. pride. But it's a very difficult thing. I mean, Bruce Willis took the money and the dive and Zed's chopper and got the hell out of Dodge. But not before creating a whole bunch of damage. I'm telling you, the Tom Brady effect is in full Swing. And we have yet to see how all the pieces land. Aaron Rodgers after losing the NFC Championship game. Russell Wilson at the Super Bowl. They're all sitting there thinking, why not me? And then deep down, they're all thinking, why him again? (laughs) Why him again? And apparently his knee was jacked up. How about that? All right, let's take a break so we're on time for Mike Florio. And then we're going to turn around for Baylor basketball. Scott Drew's going to come go. on this show. Let's they go. got three games between now and Sunday. They're going to win them all. Let's do it. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. 
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed What is going on with you, Jim Brockmeyer and Brent Musburger? This is my Musburger face. <laughs> no, you can't put that to bed, Rich Eyes. You know why you can't put it to bed? Okay. Because he's a punk. That's why. <laughs> Brent Mus- Mus- Musburger is a P-U-N-K punk. The man is a thief. Okay? Brent Musburger is a thief. How so? Stole my line. What line was that? This is for all the Tostitos. Remember that? This is for all the Tostitos. Remember when he said that? Everybody in the business, no, it's not funny. Everybody in the business knows that was my line. But he went ahead and used, that's what I always yell when I climax inside of a woman. (laughs) Or or when I'm just, when I climax all by myself. Musburger knew that was my line. He used it anyway at the BCS title game. And ever since then, now I have to yell out, uh, ruffles have ridges. And it's not... (laughs) It's not the same thing. So, verdict? What's the verdict of all that? What's, what did you take from that? He's a punk. Musburger's a punk. That's right. Here is Brent Musburger. How are you, Brent? Hey, Rich. Rich, I'm great. Listen, uh, you guys, you and the producers, you deserve, oh, man, a pat on the back. I'm so proud of you guys for trying to help resurrect little Jimmy Brickmeyer's career. We all know the problems. We all know the problems that he had in the past. But I, mm-hmm. if, if anybody if anybody can help Brickmeyer, it's you, Rich. Yeah, well, he says that you stole all the Tostitos from him, Brent. Is that is that true, or what do you know from back no, in the day? No, I got paid. I got paid by a company to drop the name. <laughs> I got three Tostitos for a week. What are you talking about? Okay. What's he talking about, you okay. know? Uh, right. The man's delusional. We, we we know he's got mental problems to break down, you know. It's really interesting yeah, because Brian. as we started these in here, 
in Las Vegas, and the, the Brickmeyer was having trouble getting a job. So, so he he yeah. called our executives, and you know, I got to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Don't don't tell anybody. Okay. This, but we always we always talk to prospective announcers just to get an idea. Do they really know anything about sports gambling, or are they just pretending? And I, I got to tell you. Our general manager, he interviewed Rick Meyer and asked him about uh, uh, a three-team parlay. And and our, and our boy, Jimmy, mm-hmm. he thought that that was two hookers with him in a Morristown hotel room. <laughs> you, know, you know, Jesus, we would have loved to help him out. But, uh, wow. But we just can't. I wish him the best. He's so delusional. And... Uh, Listen, let him go at it. We're all at Tostitos, baby. Fantastic. Fantastic. Stroll down memory lane. Um, and uh, Brent Musburger is going to be on in hour number three as we'll just catch up with uh, the goat. Uh, we're all at Tostitos, baby. Catch up with the goat. <laughs> we're, on, we're also on uh, Raider Nation Radio in Hell Las Vegas, are. Nevada. So it'll be a great chat uh, in hour number three. And, of course, uh, Brent will be joining us to talk about uh, the passing of his uh, friend and colleague, Irv Cross. Daniel Jeremiah, an hour number three, and uh, Baylor's Scott Drew uh, will be joining us. They're expected to be a one seat out of the Big 12. And joining us, the man who kicks things off every single day here on Peacock, NBC Sports on Peacock, uh, with his Pro Football Talk Live program. And PFTPM wraps up the day every single day. The hardworking Mike Florio. How are you, Mike Florio? Rich, doing great, buddy. How are you? I am doing well. Happy March, sir. Happy March. This is where it's all going to go down um, from uh, free agency, franchise tags, new television contracts. It's a busy March, wouldn't you say? Well, you know, it was a busy February, and there really wasn't much that was going on. I think the quarterbacks all got together, and they parsed out the days that they would dominate the news cycle, and I appreciate that because... (laughs) Once we got through the Super Bowl, it's like, okay, there's no scouting combine. We're not going to know the salary cap. Teams aren't going to do deals with their current players until we know the cap. Guys are going to get cut eventually, but not maybe all that many in February. What are we going to talk about? And from Ben Roethlisberger to Russell Wilson to Deshaun Watson and whoever else happened to pop up, I mean, it, it was great. And I, and I really respect the fact that they tried to spread it out because that really helped us get through what would have been a slow month. So let's talk about Deshaun Watson here, Mike. Um, is the Texans' plan to just wait it out and hope he comes around and that um, they, they just hope he'll come around before they, uh, they're put in a position to fine him for not being in places where he's um, contractually obligated to be? Is that, is that basically their plan? Well, Mike? whatever their actual plan is, they're doing a good job of creating the impression that their plan is – we're not doing anything. We hope that he will change his mind. We're not going to trade this guy, even though the fact that it's gotten to this point is already an indictment enough of the Texans. You don't let it get to this point with a franchise quarterback, with a short list, one of the top players in the NFL. It's gotten to this point, and I've seen no reports from anyone indicating that Watson's resolve is a ruse or – contrived or something that he'd abandon if push comes to shove. All signs are he's made up his mind, he's crossed the Rubicon, and that's that. He's not going to play for the Texans ever again. And I don't know whether the Texans need to to see that for themselves, but, you know, the longer you wait, the more you jeopardize your ability to get maximum value. And they can probably push it up to the draft 
to get maximum value. But once the draft picks are made for this year, I think it becomes harder and harder if they have the realization that the guy truly wants out. He's not going to show up. What are they going to do? I mean, if you don't trade him and he doesn't show up, who's your quarterback for 2021? And you've done nothing to get value for this guy, so he sits out a year, and then you say a year from now, geez, well, I guess he was serious. It just it makes no sense to me if that's their plan. Well, here's, here's the deal from my perspective, Mike, and let's chop this up a little bit here. Because Deshaun Watson asked for a trade demand, but he doesn't do it publicly. We find out subsequently um, when push comes to shove on the subject matter in January. And then he meets with David Culley, according to a report. Um, and we find out about that subsequently. We don't find that out the day of. He's not, he's not putting any pressure on the Texans in real time. He's kind of slow playing it himself. And usually standoffs, as we've seen before, like this, where I'm not coming in, I want to trade, are based on finances, wanting to renegotiate a contract earlier than, than convention allows in the NFL or something like that. But he's already signed his monster deal. And if it was influence on hiring somebody that will influence his wins and losses, that horse has already left the barn as well. That leaves the subject matter of, I don't want to play for that guy who signs my checks, whose contract I did accept a year ago. There's no way out of it. That's, that, that's my spidey sense telling me this is over, and you might as well strike it while the iron's hot before free agency when other teams might be out of the running because they go ahead and get quarterback A, B, and C, who clearly isn't Watson caliber. Your thoughts? Same Mike. page, 100%. And. One of the reasons why Watson hasn't said anything is he doesn't think he needs to say anything. There was an item in The Athletic about 10 days ago that explained he has a very stoic demeanor, and he prides himself on that, and it was an inspiration that he got from his mother when she was fighting cancer. And he, I believe, doesn't think he should have to go public, that he shouldn't have to put direct pressure on the team. And maybe that's a card he's holding for later if we get into the middle of March, and if they continue to refuse. And maybe he's got to say something, reveal something, disclose something, sit down for an interview, and be more candid in why he wants out. I think he wants to give it every fair opportunity to happen without him having to be direct and open and candid about what it is that's bothering him. And, you know, if I'm the Texans, I see value in getting this deal done before he pulls the pin on the grenade and tells the whole world all the things he sees wrong with that organization right now, because that's not going to help the organization going forward. Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk here on the Rich Eisen Show. So we'll just wait to see when both the sides decide what a pressure point is in order to make a move and and see how it goes before the draft. Uh, You mentioned an athletic story about Watson. The one about Russell Wilson certainly caught my eye on Thursday. I know it caught yours as well, do you think this could wind up with uh, with Russell Wilson somewhere else, Mike? I thought that it would happen next year until I read that article. And I think in the aftermath of that article, which contains, surely, items from the Seahawks, who have said nothing publicly. They've been the mirror image of the Texans situation, where in Houston it's Texans talking, quarterback isn't. In Seattle it's quarterback talking, team isn't. But somebody from the team shared some of that information with The Athletic. And, Rich, when I got to the end of that story, and, and I, I believe very strongly that anyone who reads every word of one of these hashtag long-read stories should get a T-shirt. 
when I got to the end of it, I said, you know, if the Seahawks don't view Russell Wilson the way that Russell Wilson views Russell Wilson, why not trade him to a team that does? Because that team will offer something that makes the Seahawks say, well, these idiots think he's Patrick Mahomes. So it, it seems like it's inevitable, and if it is inevitable, you can either peel the Band-Aid off slowly or just rip it off now. And I think if they believe it's going to happen at some point, why not do it now? Why not maximize your package and hope that these four teams that were identified by his agent last week, unprecedented, I fell out of the chair when the agent lists the four teams that Russell Wilson would accept a trade to. Play them against each other, get your best offer, and move on. I think there's a lot of wisdom in doing that if you think you're on a collision course for a divorce with Russell Wilson anyway. Yeah, and, and it's interesting you say that if you're, if you're not viewing Russell Wilson the way that he wants to be viewed or you'd think most other organizations would, then why, why would you keep him? Why, have that, what, why was there a setup at all where, where Russell is, be, is told thanks but no thanks and he storms out of the room. Again, you, you know how stories get told sometimes, whether it's embellished or not, or who's, who's the, what's the reason why somebody is telling this story or, or not, and where it comes from is, is of importance. But that one did surprise me. It's like, why, why wouldn't Russell Wilson be allowed to do what he really wants? I understand that players still need to be coached, and coaches still need to have their influence on the way things are run, but how in the world is that not how how has that happened where Russell is told, yeah, the last seven uh, turnovers are mostly your fault. Get out of the room. Like, well, this what's is up a pressure that? point, I think. The, the most obvious one on the transformation we're seeing with quarterbacks acquiring more power, more influence, more control. And I think the Tom Brady trekked to Tampa Bay and what they were able to do in his first year there has thrown a wrench into a lot of these quarterback relationships. <laughs> and whether someone decides to take it public like Russell Wilson, or whether someone is stewing privately with a glass of scotch like Aaron Rodgers, and I suspect that he is, they see what Brady did. He picked his team, called his shot, they've deferred to him every step of the way, and they build the team around him. And Russell Wilson wants a team where the offense will run through him like it does with Patrick Mahomes. I think that's one of the reasons why he's intrigued by the Bears, because it's an Andy Reid assistant who runs that same offense, and fine, let me do what Patrick Mahomes does in the same offense. Because otherwise you look at the Bears and say, Russell, why the hell do you want to play for the Bears? That's the reason why. So I, I, I think that the Brady dynamic is causing guys who used to be petrified about becoming villains in their own towns, Russell Wilson willing to put it out there, willing to go against the Gohawks grain and let it be known that he wants something different, and you know what? Most fans have reacted by saying, you know what? The guy's got a point. Mike Florio here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, what's going on with Drew Brees? Here we are. It's March 1st, <laughs> and he's not retired. And over the weekend, his, uh, his hyper-energetic trainer, Todd Durkin, uh, Instagrams out videos of him damn near uh, shoving a, a sled into uh, traffic. I, I got a little scared for a second, but Brees thankfully stopped the sled filled with weights and did turn around and went up the hill with it. Um, and, and Durkin's message did definitely made it seem like uh, this isn't a wrap for breeze. What's going on. And, and the narration of that video sounded just a little contrived, if not rehearsed, didn't it? I, I don't know what's going on. All I know is this Sean Payton made the rounds the week of the Super Bowl. He was on PFT live on Wednesday mm -hmm. of that week, four weeks ago, two days from now. 
He said, we expect an announcement within a week, week and a half. And everything has pointed to Drew Brees retiring. And Rich, he redoes his contract and slashes his salary from $25 million to the minimum of $1.075 with no quid pro quo, no signing bonus, no money being moved around. He cut $24.925 million in the stroke of a pen as part of an effort to minimize the cap hit while they carry him on the roster until June 2nd, process his retirement then, minimal cap hit. I thought that was the absolute smoking gun that he's retiring. And he still hasn't retired, and he's out there pushing this sled around. And, and, and I think that some people around the Saints are starting to wonder what the hell is going on here. And, and Mickey Loomis, the GM, has been on record saying he can play as long as he wants, which I don't think he means, but you have to say. <laughs> right. It's just kind of weird at this point. And every day that goes by, it's a little more conspicuous that Drew Brees hasn't done what, what everyone thought he was going to do. And, and if, you know, look, for the, for the past year, the toothpaste has been out of the tube that it's his last year. And Drew, Drew's never said anything to the contrary. So I, I, we just watch and we wait. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Will I be stunned if he decides to give it another go? I think this is another impact of Tom Brady. The, the team that the Saints swept in the regular season and beat 38-3 to on the same field where the Buccaneers hoisted the Lombardi Trophy. They, they catch the Saints flat-footed. They beat the Saints. They run the table. They win the Super Bowl. How can Drew Brees not think at some level, I can go one more year and we can try to get the Lombardi, and if I don't do it, I'm going to be tormented by the fact that I didn't give it a try for the rest of my life. Yeah, I mean, look, at Tom. Tom's out there, age 43, and, you know, throwing a pass to his son uh, as his beautiful, you know, Drew's beautiful wife, Brittany, looks on him. We're all thinking, well, that's it for Drew because Brady just beat him in the – in the playoffs, and he strolls off, and he wins the Super Bowl. And if I'm Breeze, part of me's thinking, you know what? Brady wouldn't have made the Super Bowl if he had 19 of his ribs broken in the middle of November. <laughs> you know, like and you know, more, like he's more broken ribs than ribs. Exactly, like anatomy. he did make me have to Google how many ribs does a human being have, Mike? Like I actually did look at that. So I wouldn't blame him if he's sitting there thinking, let me just heal up. I can play till that. I I can do the same, you know, DB nine system. Like I can do that too. And I've got Michael Thomas. Like I can run this thing back. Uh, I wouldn't blame him for thinking that for a split second. And look at the pressure it puts on the team. He's cut his salary by twenty four point nine two five million dollars. He's given the team the ultimate. I mean, we can praise Tom Brady all we want. He's never cut his salary twenty four point nine two five million in one year. And he's just coming back to try to help the team win a championship. And hey, I'll play half the time. He told us that. Last year, when the question was Taysom Hill and will he be back, and we talked to him about hypotheticals with truly sharing the job, and he said he's got no problem. As long as they win, he'll play as much or as little as they want. I mean, if he walks through the door and says, I'm here, you want to use me, use me. If you want to be a backup, backup. I'm here. Mm. I'm here, and I'm not retiring. If you want to cut me, cut me, but I'm here. Puts the Saints in a very awkward spot. Mike Florio here on the Rich Eisen Show. The football Yalta that is known as Rooney and Roethlisberger went down. What? What's the number? What's the number that these two guys can agree on and get Ben back out there in well, 2021? The Steelers had, as of last week, never said anything to Roethlisberger's camp suggesting that his new contract would be anything other than taking the $19 million he's due to make this year turning it into a signing bonus as much as they can. You still have to have a $1.075 million base salary, but that's 18.925. It can be paid out in one fell swoop, and you extend the contract multiple years, and you spread it out, and you reduce the cap number, and you get it in the range of $25 million or something like that. It would take a half hour to do it. 
if you really wanted to do it with Ben making $19 million. The longer we go without that deal being done, and Art Rooney has set March 17 as the deadline because that's the moment the cap number for Ben becomes $41.25 million for the 2021 league year. The longer we, we go, the more I wonder, are the Steelers going to say to him, hey, Ben, you said yourself, I don't care how much I get paid this year. Well, you shouldn't have said that because we're going to take you up on it. Right. And then the question becomes, how much less will they try to get him to take? And, and if Breeze comes out and says, I'm coming back and paying at, one, playing at $1.075 million, how do the Steelers not start to think, mm, that sounds pretty good to us, too? And, and the other side of this, too, Rich, if, if Ben Roethlisberger were cut today, would someone offer him $19 million no way. to play for them this year? So you know, I don't know how you go about figuring out what the number is that someone else would offer him. But whatever that number is, that's the most the Steelers should want to pay him. Last one for you, Mike. Uh, why do we keep hearing that uh, Garoppolo isn't the apple of San Francisco's eye at the end of the day, and that there, you know, that there's a wanderlust potentially for uh, Cousins and now Bridgewater, or could be a home for Watson, which would blow anything else out of the water. What's Two going things. on? There? Well, three things. What's happening? Three things. One. 23 missed games in three regular seasons for Jimmy Garoppolo. And if I'm Kyle Shanahan, I'm still salty about the tough guy maneuver on the sideline where he dips his shoulder and tears his ACL and he's done for the year in 2018 in week three. Second, the game against the Vikings playoffs, he threw three passes. All of them should have been intercepted by Eric Kendricks. He intercepted one of them after the third one that wasn't picked off. That's when they went into Bob Greasy mode for the rest of the postseason, at least until the Super Bowl. He, he had everything but the Bob Greasy glasses. Remember how he used to wear the glasses yes. on, on, on his face with his helmet on in the 70s? Uh, through, the, through, what, eight passes against the Packers. So that's part of it. And then finally, $25 million, just like Big Ben. Who's going to pay? If Garoppolo's available right now, who's paying him $25 million this year? Nobody. So if they could get Cousins, I think they'd jump on it. Vikings aren't letting them go. Vikings need to keep Cousins around in order to help people remain employed beyond 2021 in Minnesota if they get to the playoffs like they do every other year. So I don't think he's going to be in the mix, but I think the 49ers are going to look for an upgrade, somebody dollar for dollar cheaper, and I still believe that Garoppolo is going to be cut because nobody's going to trade for that contract. And why would he reduce his contract to facilitate a trade? Just say, cut me, and I'll go pick my next team. Would the Patriots be that team? Would the Patriots jump all over him? Or I think what? they could potentially be that team, but I'd have the same concern that the 49ers had. Look, the guy had a four-game audition in 2016 mm-hmm. when Tom Brady was suspended. He got hurt in the second game. That's my concern. And with the rules skewed in favor of the quarterback, they're the most protected players on the field other than the punter and the kicker. How do you get injured as often as Jimmy Garoppolo does? And at a certain point, it's not just bad luck. It's something about you, and I want a quarterback who's going to show up and play every single week. You need that if you want to be a contender in the NFL. Mike, you're the man. Thanks for starting and ending uh, the NBC Sports on Peacock Day every day, and look for my call. Let's do this far more often. Anytime, Rich. Right back at you. That's it. That's Mike Florio at Pro Football Talk. Must follow. Is this the part of sports um, conversation hosting? where when guest echoes back what I've been saying for a solid week where I pat myself on the back and say I was right? Is that is that what's supposed to be done here by a host in my chair? I think so. I mean, I, mean, I would do that. that. You know what I'm saying? Like, is that <laughs> what you would do that. Mike would definitely I'm, I'm, I'm just asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Who's wearing a blue shirt yeah. and a gray sweater? Go ahead. Has Brady messed with everybody's situation? I told you he's messed with everybody's situation. For sure. Everybody's situation. All teams thinking maybe we're just one move away. 
It was perfect how it worked for him. Or quarterback. It was perfect. Maybe, maybe, perfect. maybe the way I've done it isn't the only way to do it, and I shouldn't be afraid to push my situation to get to where I want to be. Everybody's pretty much in those boats. But will it work for them? Maybe it won't. I don't think it will. I mean, it, but I think it could for one or two. Whoever goes to the Saints has a shot. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Unless Drew Brees. And by the way, let's take a break here. Oh, baby. I do want to hit this a little bit because I haven't heard the voice of Don Bowie, our executive producer in my ear, diehard Saints fan. I haven't heard that yet. He's dealing with a lot of stuff. Well, now he's telling us to take a break. There he is. What's with Brees in New Orleans? There's something that's already in the air there that's very rare. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least... The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Too far. Are you out there, Mike? Yes, I'm here, Rich. How are okay. you doing today? I'm doing great. So what are you revealing? Uh, you, you've got uh, right here. You got Right a- up here above me is a brand new Rich Eisen show sign. A new Rich Eisen show sign. Am wow. I going to do it now? Let me see this. Yeah, here we go. Let's here we go. It. Oh, this, this is going to be fun. I just hope it doesn't come down in your what head. Odds that I can't do it because the way it's just set put, up. To put down the so, microphone, dude. I can't. This is the worst reveal ever. Take down both. Just put the microphone down. This is good, Rich. This is good. He's going to break down the whole thing. Yes. Pull both of the cords, you. Hey. No, we cannot have this as the reveal. He he does this audio. This cannot be the reveal. He does audio. He does not do manual labor. That's the way it's laid. It's messed up up there. I can't look at I can't. Del we Trufo, call walk this. Walk up the stairs. Walk up the stairs, Del Trufo. Yeah, okay. The not reveal. He's gonna walk oh, no, up the I stairs. can't. Because I can't climb to where that reveal. is. Yeah, you can. That's up No, you can't. Story. It's uh, you got to have a cable. <laughs> you guys don't know OSHA it's rules. Epic. See, they screwed me. They did this on purpose. I'm convinced. Yeah, it's against you, Mike. I'm telling you. Uh, Del Tufo, just tell everyone out there you don't have any change for them. Just pull it. Give them good jersey pull. Put them yeah, up. Yeah, there you go. Watch. <laughs> 
Put the microphone down and pull it. Or the other one. You're a big man. Yank it. Yank it. Don't. So much better. Oh, All right, come back in here and screw off the audio now, Mike. We are back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. I was going to talk Drew Brees. We're going to put a pin in that because we may have some breaking news. There's a lot going on in the world of J.J. Watt. As you know, mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. I'm not teaching science. I'm more verbal than anything else. I'm still looking for the green wedge in Trivial Pursuit. I don't know science very well. I'm just telling you, this is what J.J. Watt tweeted out last week, and we were having our fun saying, hey, let's look at the social media to see if you could see anything in a mindset of an athlete. That's the way we operate, right? It's fun. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, he's talking about mitochondria being the powerhouse of the cell. We had our fun to try to read in that. Now, somebody was tweeting out today (laughs) that J.J. Watt has put three – abbreviations of NFL cities on a Peloton account. <laughs> I mean, I'm not making this up. You're not making this up. Okay. And J.J. Watt's Peloton count is interesting, said some blue check Marco. I guess it's out there in the NFL media, uh, because it says on his uh, K.J. Watt, SB56GBCLE Cleveland, BUF Buffalo. I mean, okay. Now Peloton doesn't have like blue sweat marks, right? To <laughs> to I to verify who's riding the bike. They don't. They All don't. right, blue they don't. sweat marks. Don't. I don't know. You, I don't know. JJ Watt then tweeted out, "I don't own a bike. Stop." <laughs> <laughs> All right, confirmed. <laughs> he can't fit on a bike. <laughs> Good point. And yeah, by the way, Cleveland could definitely use him. You really think he's going to go in his brother's division and compete against him? You really think that he would do that? I don't. I, I can don't see think them at all. teaming up more than that, however. And then T.J. Watt chimed in, I feel like I owe an apology to K.J. Watt for my aggressive post-race victory comments. Super funny. <laughs> yeah. Good old K.J.'s out there on the bike. So it's not JJ's bike, and that's not an indication. I, I don't know if he's messing with people now, but literally seconds before we came back on the air, yeah, two minutes ago. So uh-huh. it was like two minutes and two seconds ago, he tweeted out a photograph of himself getting set to what looks like to conduct some uh, squats. squats or like, so yeah, yeah, he's got the bar behind his his neck on on the, on. The, on his upper back, getting ready to work out. Yeah. And he's wearing an Arizona Cardinals shirt. And he just, with that photograph, the copy is source colon me. I mean. Did J.J. Watt just sign with the Arizona Cardinals? Yeah, 45 seconds ago, Adam Schefter, Cardinals are giving J.J. Watt two-year, $31 million deal Includes $23 million guaranteed per source. So this is it. This is it. Schefter just tweeted that out. So, okay. Houston West. 
Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> is like, let's finish what we started. And JJ's saying, okay. Okay. Wow. Let's go. I I love the fit, brother. I love the fit. He and Chandler Jones on the same line say. is particularly uh, uh, dicey for an offensive line. And, you know, the minute Chandler Jones went out, you know, Hassan Reddick did put together some good games for them on the defensive line uh, towards the back end of the season. But the minute Chandler Jones went out, it definitely affected. But, my gosh, that's an outstanding sign by Steve Kahn. An outstanding signing. And here we go. Here we go. Go get Stafford. Go get Russ if Russ is still cooking. Another reason why they're, they can't. What are they going to do? Trade for Sam Darnold and say, let's go to work? I guess so. Whatever's going on in Seattle, they're going to have to kiss and make up. And I don't think Pete's sweating it at all, personally. Because according to that athletic article, the the uh, the offensive coordinator they hired from the Rams staff was QC'd in a way by Russell Wilson. So they just got to find a way to protect. Certainly on the offensive line, if Russ is concerned about it, here comes JJ Watt. <laughs> here comes JJ Watt. Oh baby, Jeez. here we go. Oh man. So wow, two things. Source. Two things. Source. Two things. <laughs> Two things. One. One. I love the signing. I love the signing. I think this is exactly everybody could use JJ Watt. Remember, like we're like here. Here's the list of all the teams that could use JJ Watt. All 32 teams could exactly. use JJ Watt. All of them. Here we go. You got a guy with the Walter Payton Man of the Year patch. I'm wondering if now the other guy on the team who wears one of those patches and Larry Fitzgerald is thinking, let's run it back one more time. Run it back one more time. Here we go. Here we go. Why wouldn't he? Because he just, maybe he's just truly done. He also strikes me as one of the professional football athletes who's like, I'm done. I I, I just don't want to do it anymore. I'm done. And I really am done. But maybe they could, you know, run back. That's number one. Number two, do not believe anybody's peloton account <laughs> just don't don't do it anymore even the fake one even my- but i'll tell you what you could make a case that the powerhouse of a defense in the nfl the powerhouse of the defensive cell in the nfl is a defensive line and arizona just added one hell of a mitochondria jj watt bringing his three defensive player of the year trophy. Oh, my God. J.J. Watt and Aaron Donald on the same field twice. They're defensive player of the year awards everywhere. Can you dig it? Shit. Yes, I can. Twice a year. Oof. Here we go. Love the signing. Love it. West. Love it. J.J. Watt coming to the NFC West. It just gets better and better and better. Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell indeed. Don't believe anybody's Peloton account ever again (laughs) until they come up with the blue sweat marks. You're welcome, Peloton. You're welcome. (laughs) Uh huh. (laughs) 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. We've got ourselves a major NFL story breaking today. Good for him. 
Go out there. Make your deal. You're free. This is exactly why the Texans let you walk. And how is Deshaun Watson feeling at this moment? Jeez. Texans let him walk. Jeez. Texans let him walk. And now he's playing with DeAndre Hopkins, who they traded away. Patriot South, see ya. There is no question Deshaun Watson is now looking at this and whatever his stance was, how hardened it might have been, just got that much harder. And Watt looks ready to roll, and I just love it. <laughs> Here, take a picture of me in an Arizona Cardinals shirt, and I will look forward, and I will look ready and pissed. And very in shape, I might add. I mean, That's a tight shirt. <laughs> I would wear a shirt that tight, too, if I could. Any shirt on J.J. Shirtless. Watt's going to be a tight I mean, shirt. Great point, great point. <laughs> I'd be Dude's, shirtless, boys. <laughs> Dude's basically Thor, I get it. <laughs> I can't do that. Source, comma, me. Who took the photo? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Self-timer. Self-timer yeah, situation? Just Does his wife take the photo? No, I'm sure his wife. trainer took it. Is he trainer? in Arizona right now? Don't know. Don't know. Home gym? Just saying. Well, it's not. It's definitely, it could be his home gym because I don't see a Peloton in the picture. No, he says he does not have a bike. He laid it on the Peloton, the camera. Could be. Phone. Take the picture. Source, colon, me. I mean. All right, baby. Woo. Gosh. Look, I feel this way about anybody who's signing with anybody. But I like it. I didn't think he was going to go in his brother's division and not play with his brother and not go into Green Bay. Yeah, I thought it was really only Green Bay or Pittsburgh for me. I, I, don't I know. really thought those Or were, he wants to go win a championship. Let's go. And Green Bay and Pittsburgh would be good places to win it, too. But they also paid him. Maybe he wants to live in warm weather as well. $23 million guaranteed. Play indoors. You have to sit there and see your – and you go to Los Angeles twice, Right. San Francisco. Twice. Seattle. Twice. So that's one day you're going to be freezing your ass off in division. Right. What is the Cardinals schedule? Here we go. Ooh, we get to see hey, Kyler Durant. Murray, let's Why go win. Let's go win some football games. Call up Larry Fitzgerald. I got a patch. You got a patch. Let's patch it up. Let's go. <laughs> Excited for Arizona Cardinals fans. Look at Steve Kahn. God is in rest. Pushing buttons, making calls.